$100 MBA show, the podcast that packs more business goodness in 10 minutes than you can ever imagine with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. Make sure you check out our free guides and our free course over at 100mba.net. And in today's lesson, you will learn four must-do strategies when defining your audience. It's very, very important for you to be crystal clear about who you are serving. Who are the people that you're building this business for? And in today's lesson, I'm going to give you four must-do strategies, strategies to help you clarify who your audience is. I recommend you do this exercise even if you're not just getting started. We often have to revisit this concept to make sure we're targeting the right people. Let's get into today's lesson, so let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by Webinar Ninja Live, the first national webinar conference in sunny San Diego, California on September 26th. Learn from the masters of webinars like New York Times bestseller Michael Port, Amy Mead, John Lee Dumas, Kate Erickson, Jason Zook, Clay Bear, Graham Baldwin, Matthew Kimberly, myself, Nicole, and a whole lot more. Learn everything from marketing your webinar to teaching and selling on one. Get your early bird ticket now for only $95 at webinarninja.co slash live. That's webinarninja.co slash live. As a business owner, your job is to get really, really familiar with the people you're serving. The more you know about them, the more you'll know how to serve them and how to create opportunities to consume your products and services. If you're giving them something that they need and want, it's a whole lot easier to sell it. So the first strategy when it comes to defining your audience is to be very specific about what you offer. The more specific about what your product or service is, the easier it's going to be for you to understand or to identify who this is for. So for example, if I was going to sell an athletic shoe, that's very general. It's not specific at all. It's a sports shoe. It's a sneaker. If I were to tell you, buy my sneaker, that's not enough information. You need more information to know if it's right for you. So in this example, what kind of sports shoe is it? Is it a basketball sneaker? Is it a running shoe? Let's say, for example, it's a basketball shoe. Great. Now we're getting somewhere. If you're a basketball player, this is a shoe that you might be interested in. But let's get more specific. There's so many different basketball shoes out there. My basketball shoe has proven technology to give you extra ankle support. If you or anybody you know plays basketball, you know that there are certain people that are prone to spraining their ankle. I mean, I can name a few friends I know growing up who always had a sprained ankle. It's very common. So if I created a sneaker, a sports shoe, that was a basketball shoe, that was specifically for people that are prone to spraining their ankles, that had extra support around the ankle and is scientifically proven to reduce ankle sprains, now I'm getting a little bit more specific. Now that I have a very specific product, the next strategy is focusing on the person this is for. And think of one person. And in my example, it would be one of my friends, a friend that I can think of. In my example, it's Sammy. Sammy always had a sprayed ankle. So this sneaker would be perfect for somebody like Sammy. In marketing, they use a word for this. It's called an avatar. But that's just jargon for identifying a specific person that would be perfect for your product. 
So strategy one, be very specific about what you're offering. Strategy two, who would it be perfect for? And when you're choosing who would it be perfect for, you have to explore why. Why is it perfect for, example, Sammy? Well, one, he loves playing basketball. Two, he sprains his ankle often. This has great ankle support, and it's proven to lower the risk of ankle sprains. He might use an ankle brace, but he's not really sure if it's effective or not. The next strategy that you would use is you want to write down a good headline and three solid bullet points that will supplement that headline, that will support that headline. Now, I know you're not creating a sales page yet, but writing a headline forces you to communicate exactly what your product is and who's it for. A headline can do wonders. And the bullet points helps you elaborate on why you and your product is perfect for your target audience. So if we're going with the sneaker example, a good headline or a decent headline would be playing on a sore ankle constantly, question mark. So that's my headline. The next three bullet points could be like, one, scientifically proven to reduce the risk of ankle sprains. Two, no more hassle of having to wear a ankle brace along with your sneakers. And three, stop playing soft. Have peace of mind when you drive to the basket. So with these three bullet points, I'm identifying who am I speaking to. I'm speaking to somebody that has ankle sprains a lot, that doesn't want to wear an ankle brace every time they have to wear sneakers, that are not feeling confident every time they play basketball or maybe want to make a quick move to the basket. They're afraid to land on somebody's foot and have to you know, sit out the game because they sprained their ankle. So again, I'm trying to talk directly to who I think my product is perfect for. By doing this, I identify or I create this perfect audience member, the person that I should be serving. In these strategies, what you're trying to do is you're trying to dig up and cultivate your perfect audience member. Even if you don't know them personally, you're figuring out who you should go after, who would love this product, who would pay a good amount of money for your product. Guys, I have one more really effective strategy when it comes to defining your audience But before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, ZipRecruiter. Listeners, did you know that summer is a great time to hire the best people? Heck, Nicole and I just hired a great addition to our team a few days ago. But posting jobs in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. And you know, I get it. You're busy running your business, so you have very little time to post your job on dozens of different job sites. This is why you have to try ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 100 plus job sites with one single click. Watch brand new candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface within 24 hours. Plus, be instantly matched to candidates from over 4 million resumes. And ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. Melinda Jane says, we've received several very high qualified candidates from ZipRecruiter. So happy our company signed up with them. Excited to see what comes next. Thank you so much for your customer helpline. So very helpful. And today you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash MBA. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash MBA. And you can get started for free right now. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash MBA. The fourth and final strategy I have when it comes to defining your audience is dedicating the time to get to know them. And what I mean by time, I mean a good amount of time. I highly recommend people when they go into serving a certain audience to see themselves serving them for the long term, for a minimum of five years. Now, five years may sound like a long time, but if you really want to get into the minds of your audience and be somebody that they go to when they need something, something like your products and services 
then you're going to have to invest in the time it takes to build a relationship with them. So see this as a long-term game. Don't see this as, let me just figure this out quickly so I can sell as much as possible. And by investing the time to getting to know them and building those relationships and defining and redefining your audience constantly, you become a leader in your market. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. Remember, everybody, that on the weekends, we answer your questions. So if you have a question you want to ask, you can submit it by emailing us at contact at 100mba.net or you can send me a tweet on Twitter at bizrepublic is my handle, B-I-Z Republic. And as always, we'd love to hear from you with an iTunes rating and review. If you have two minutes right after this episode, please let us know what's your favorite takeaway, your favorite episode, what you enjoy most about our show. If you're on your iPhone, you could just click on the cover art and click on the link that says give us a rating and review. If you're on any browser, you can go to 100mba.net slash show and get detailed instructions. Thank you in advance for that. All right, everybody, I want to leave you with this. That last piece of advice I gave you, that last strategy of dedicating the time to serve your audience for the long term is something Nicole and I are in the midst of right now. And we're about two years in with $100 MBA and about a year with Webinar Ninja. And I could tell you every month we dedicate to serving our audience, to helping them as much as possible with our content, with our services, with our products, but mostly our free stuff. The more our audience appreciates us. And guess what? The more sales we get. It's funny, when you genuinely care and want to serve people, that resonates with people. And that good feeling turns into, I want to buy from this person. I always say reciprocity is one of the most undervalued aspects of business. Be laser focused about who you're serving and then serve them hard. All right, guys, I'll see you in tomorrow's episode, which is Free Ride Friday, where I'll teach you how to create a killer slide presentation. Looking forward to that. I'll see you then. Take care. Take care.